Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Jeff Pape, and I lead U.S. Bank's transportation payments business. For more than two decades, we've helped shippers and carriers improve their cash flow, increase transparency, and help them be more efficient with their invoice processing. That's never been more important than it is today with all the challenges both shippers and carriers face. And I'm pleased to be joined today by Amy Horn from J.B. Hunt, one of the largest company-owned fleets in North America. With over 110,000 intermodal containers, Amy's been with J.B. Hunt since 2004. She's currently the Director of Intermodal Pricing after spending time as the Director of Finance. Amy, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Jeff. It's great to be here. Let's level set for the group, Amy. What's it like out there today? The carriers are facing a number of different challenges. What What are you seeing and what are you guys facing? You're correct, Jeff. We have been facing some tremendous challenges, specifically over the last two and a half years. We're all trying to uh, survive the pandemic. In 2022 uh, alone, we've been impacted by inflation, uh, interest rate hikes, as well as increases in fuel prices. Accompanying that, warehouses seem to be out of storage. And while they are full, they're not necessarily full with the product that our customers and shippers want them to be full with. This is causing our equipment to be tied up longer than normal. And in some cases, uh, we, we feel like some of the receiving facilities might be using our, store, our uh, equipment for storage. Um, this in turn produces additional administrative work on our end. Um, we're having to monitor bill and put effort into collecting uh, some of the accessorial charges that accompany those um, storage charges. Ultimately, we want our equipment to be freed up. We want our customers to be able to use it to move their freight. Um, we want our equipment available and ready to use. We've also seen fuel prices continue to increase uh, and extend beyond what our current contractual agreements with customers are. That is causing us to have additional administrative work, uh, not only on our side, but also with the shippers and customers um, having to contractually extend to those. Like many other industries over the course of the last two and a half years, we've not been immune to the challenges of hiring uh, for both office employees as well as drivers. While that's been the case, I am happy to report that while staffing still isn't where we want it to be, we do feel like we're starting to see some improvements in that area. Well, that's that's good to hear because <clears throat> you've certainly faced a number of challenges over the last couple of years. And what you've said is really consistent across the industry and, and what we hear from some of our other carrier customers as well. I'd like to pivot to payments for a little bit and talk about <clears throat> some of the activities and some of the progress that's occurred there. There's obviously been decades-old manual processing that's taken place that negatively impacts working capital for companies, and that really affects both shippers and carriers. There's a lot of technology that's come to place that we'll, we'll talk about in a little bit, <clears throat> but can you talk a bit about how far this industry's come um, from your experience and from where it started to where it is today? Absolutely. Transportation finance for years has been a very manual industry from a receivables perspective, from invoice generation all the way through to collection processes. 
For years, we have had customers that would only accept invoices and process invoices that were delivered via the mail system. That left us little to no confirmation or visibility to when invoices were received by customers. Also didn't allow us to see if once the invoice was received at the facility, if it made it to the correct desk. When COVID hit, um, we saw a little bit of a change to that perspective. We had customers that sent their office employees home to work from home. And so there was no one there to gather those invoices and begin processing them. That allowed us to start to transition some of these customers to a more modernized uh, invoicing format. We had customers that began to be open to email invoicing and also had some customers that we were able to bring on to uh, EDI invoicing as well. That only not that not only cut out time savings, but it also caught out costs um, in in many different ways. This allowed us to make a turn in the right direction. We were also challenged through COVID um, and able to come up with solutions like an electronic proof of delivery. We wanted to keep both our driver and the dock worker safe. And by being able to come up with solutions like electronic proof of deliveries, Uh, We were able to get the documentation that our shippers and customers required without having to put the driver or the warehouse worker in any kind of um, compromised position from a health perspective. We recently have partnered with U.S. Bank um, to make the EDI invoicing process even better. Prior to a couple of years ago, when we were onboarding customers through EDI for U.S. Bank, we would have a six to eight week backlog um, just in the setup process in itself. We were able to partner with U.S. Bank with a product called You Send We Map, where we as a carrier are able to send every piece of data that any customer could need through an invoicing perspective. And U.S. Bank from there has been able to take that data and send it to the customer as the customer needs it. That's allowed us to cut out the six to eight week delay. And in some cases, we've been able to onboard customers from an invoicing perspective through EDI within a week, which is a huge win for us. That's terrific, Amy. Um, There's no doubt that... um, Technology has certainly removed a lot of those pain points and really is accelerating the adoption of, of some of the some of the improvements and some of the efficiencies. You know, it, it's interesting as and as we talk with other customers, there's really three things that we've been focused and motivated on to help help with technology adoption. And that's really providing more visibility and transparency improve working capital and improve the invoice process, as, as you said, and we're helping to do that through technology. The last piece is really, you know, helping to streamline the communication because from a carrier perspective, the shippers are very, very important. As we talk with our shipper clients, they want to be the shipper of choice for carriers. So can you tell us a little bit about how JB Hunt's utilizing technology today in their receivables process? Yes, we sure can. And I'm going to start by talking about uh, the partnership that we have with U.S. Bank and how I feel like that's helping us as a carrier, but also our shippers improve improve visibility for all parties involved. While invoicing through EDI brings a lot of wins with it, there's still challenges that we see with EDI invoicing. 
Um, typically, those invoices can be delivered within um, a two-day window. We see those on the platform at U.S. Bank. If there are challenges with those invoices that are received, U.S. Bank is able to help us resolve those. They also keep an eye on the order information that's passed on from the shipper. If there are discrepancies between the invoice and the order, U.S. Bank uh, takes an active role in helping both the carrier and the shipper resolve those challenges. Although EDI is able to pass that information along quickly, there's still challenges within that process that exist. If an invoicing um, batch for EDI fails, it's sent out once a day, that entire batch fails, that could impact hundreds of invoices. And once we know a batch fails, there's still additional time taken to figure out what invoice specifically it was that caused that entire batch to fail. At the very least, we've added at least a day onto the processing of those invoices. Um, because of these challenges, J.B. Hunt is currently working and partnering with U.S. Bank to see how API invoicing might be able to help solve some of these challenges. API invoicing could be sent at any point in time during the day. If there is a failure with API invoicing, it only impacts the invoice that caused the failure. All other transitions or all other transactions are able to be forwarded on quickly to the party receiving the invoice. Um, that's just a couple of the reasons why we believe API invoicing could be a potential game changer for the transportation industry. That's great. And, and Amy, how about from a working capital perspective? How's, how are you utilizing technology or how are tech solutions, if you will, helping to create um, working capital benefit for companies? Yes, Jeff, you're correct. As the old saying goes, time is money. The transportation industry has been challenged with requests for extended payment terms from shippers. However, our transportation costs are very real and in most cases are expected in an almost real-time environment. Costs for fuel continue to have to be paid. We also want to make sure that we're paying our drivers and carrier partners in a timely manner. Within the U.S. Bank platform, if a shipper is set up as an advanced account, J.B. Hunt can expect to receive payment within three days of that invoice being uploaded and approved. Typically, within a couple of days, we are able to receive that money regardless of the contractual payment terms that we have with the customer. The platform not only allows us to receive that money in a more timely manner, but we also have greater visibility to when funds are going to be received at J.B. Hunt. Um, and, and that's an opportunity that's available for any carrier and shipper that participates in the platform. To turn the tables a little bit on you, Jeff, can you tell us what we can expect uh, to see with regards to enhancements from U.S. Bank over the course of the next few years? Well, sure. Thanks. Thanks for that question, Amy. We believe that we have hit just the tip of the opportunity around APIs. So we're going to have a big focus on continuing to develop APIs that are meaningful and, and connect with partners in a way that's easiest for them to, to gather information and make real-time decisions. In addition to that, we've got a big focus on digitization 
and do-it-yourself capabilities. With the, with the need to be mobile over the last couple of years, the ability for our customers to be able to do their work wherever they are is really important. And so do-it-yourself capabilities, we've heard loud and clear from customers are something they're looking for. Reporting and analytics, it will continue to be an absolute foundation for what we do. So we've made big investments in our analytics tools, in a new business intelligence reporting solution. And so there's a lot to look forward to coming over the next couple of years, Amy. I think when you when you think about and how we view things, it's never been more exciting to be in the payments business than it is right now. You combine the payments business with the technology solutions, and we're just really, really excited about what's coming for our customers. I'd like to thank you, Amy, for joining us today, um, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the event. Thank you. You bet. Thank you. It's been a pleasure.